We hear selected verses from our psalm that we'll meditate on this morning, Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our lowly state, for his mercy endures forever. And rescued us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever. Who gives food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. We continue with the hymn. Good morning, let us pray. O Lord, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is the truth. Amen. Give thanks. 
Have you seen what's happened in the last 11 months? Give thanks? Are you serious? Any of you felt that at times over the last number of months with everything that's happened this year? What am I supposed to be thankful for? How can I give thanks? This pandemic, this disease, they've ruined everything. Maybe you got sick. Maybe you uh, got sick and now you're still feeling the effects of it after the fact. Maybe you lost somebody because of it. Maybe you're struggling mentally or emotionally right now with all the chaos and anarchy and conflict that it's created. You can't see your loved ones like you normally do. You've maybe lost income or your job or, or your parents have. You don't feel like you can do anything anymore. You feel like you can't go anywhere anymore. You, you miss seeing smiles and faces. Your classrooms are more empty than full. You feel that your job, you feel that your studies are more stressful and more work because of it all. Maybe you're sitting there and you, you wonder if chapel services and your home church worship will ever have more people in it again than it does empty seats. Maybe you're hurting right now because of everything that's happened, you've had relationship problems. Or maybe you've lost an entire relationship for that matter. And in our sinfulness, surrounded by all the chaos and the hurt and the anger that 2020 has caused for you and me and inflicted and thrown on our lives, in our sinfulness, it's very easy to start to question the words of the psalmist here. Is God really that good? Because it sure doesn't look like he loves me right now. Is God really that powerful? Because as I look around, he doesn't look like he is as powerful or any more powerful than any of the false gods this world offers me. With everything that's happened, with all the pain, does this God of gods and Lord of lords really understand it? No mercy? And the answer is yes. Absolutely. And shame on us for wallowing in self-pity when things aren't going how we want them to go. And for all the other sins that you and I commit by questioning God and his plans and if he knows what he's doing and blaming him for the awful condition of this sinful world when we did that. Yes, the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the one who created all and sustains all, knows and is mercy. Many of us are going to have the opportunity over the next couple of days to celebrate Thanksgiving. Is it going to look like it always has up to this point in our lives? No. And yet, most of us are going to have more turkey and stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and vegetables and squash, because squash isn't a vegetable, and pies and sweets than we can even begin to finish. And then most of us, most of us then are going to go on and we're going to at some point complain. We're going to complain that we have to eat all the leftovers for consecutive meals. More blessings than any of us deserve. Does that sound like an unmerciful God? We're struggling right now not to be able to do things like we normally have before. We can't socialize with family and friends. 
like we have before. And yet, yet we, we can to some extent, can't we? Just differently now. Work is filled with new challenges and struggles. And yes, that is true. But if that's our complaint, we should give thanks to God because that means we have jobs when other people don't. Again, does that sound like a God that's unmerciful? Or is the problem with us because we just don't like how he's choosing to bless us right now at this point in history? And then, then there's chapel and church worship. Has it been different? Has it been difficult? Has it been a challenge? Yes. And yet at the same time, has it still continued to go on? And is maybe the problem sitting with us because we just don't like how it's functioning right now? It's not up to our standards and wants? And in the midst of all that grumbling, how much time have we actually taken to give thanks to God? Because this pandemic and this disease has caused us to get that more creative and to work that much harder for our God and for his kingdom. How much time have you and I taken to give him thanks that this evil has helped us utilize technology to share God's word with hundreds and thousands of more souls each week now than we were able to do 11 months ago? Folks, that does not sound like a God that's powerless. That sounds like a God who's using all things, including a pandemic and disease, for our good. For his mercy endures forever. And if you haven't tuned me out yet and you're sitting there and you're still thinking, Schmidt, you just don't get it. My life is in total shambles. I don't have any of these fun things to look forward to. And now, now we're done with in-person classes. I don't have a Thanksgiving celebration waiting for me. I don't have healthy relationships right now. I don't have the way to make money to pay my bills like I did before or, or whatever else. If that's the case, I promise you, you still do. You do have something still to give thanks for. The same thing that every one of us in this room does. If you're hearing this message, you can give thanks because you have a loving and merciful Lord and Savior who loves you every day and shows you mercy every day. In verses 5 through 9 of this psalm, which I didn't read to you before, the psalmist talks about creation. Creation is a story of the God of God's love as he created this whole universe and everything in it for you and for me, for all, all of his people. Even when we revolted, the psalmist reminds us here that God still provides all that you and I need for an earthly existence. And then, then he goes on in verses 10 through 22, and there he quickly recaps the deliverance of the Israelites from their slavery in Egypt all the way to reclaiming the promised land. And again, the reminder is that even though we revolted, the God of gods, the Lord of lords, even though we abandon him, still rescues us from our enemies by his almighty grace and power. And that's the same for you. 
It's the same for me. The Lord is good and his mercy does endure forever, regardless of whatever is happening around us in this sinful world. See, God the Father remembered you in your lowly state as he showed you enduring mercy when he sent his son into this world to take on your lowliness. Born of the virgin, taking on your flesh, spending his first night as the son of God and the son of man in a stable and manger, placed under the law because of our grumbling, our thanklessness, and our unwillingness at times to show others mercy. God the Father remembered us in our lowly state, for his mercy endures forever. God the Son rescued you from your worst enemies when he allowed himself to be handed over to the enemies of sin, death, and hell. Scourged, slapped, spit on, and sacrificed, kicked and killed. A criminal's crucifixion so that you and I could be cleansed of all of our sins so that we would not die as enemies of the God of gods and the Lord of lords. See, in his life and in his death, Jesus rescued us from our enemies for his mercy endures forever. God the Holy Spirit, he doesn't just fill your tummy with turkey and stuffing, mashed potatoes, he also feeds your soul. In mercy, he washed you clean of all your sins in the waters of holy baptism. In mercy, he calls out to you in scripture when you have wandered off and strayed from God to come and join the fold. In mercy, he feeds your soul with the very body and blood of Jesus Christ in the Holy Supper. And there he forgives and there he promises he will always forgive you for the unthankfulness, for the grumbling, and for those times that you haven't shown mercy to others as he showed you. Not only does the Lord of Lords feed all flesh, as the psalmist says, as we're going to be reminded over the next few days, but he also, he also provides food for your souls in the means of grace, for his mercy endures forever. Folks, no matter how rough 2020 has been on you so far, and there's still a month left, we all can give thanks. We can give thanks to God because each day when you wake up, you wake up with a loving and a merciful Lord who's watching over you, who's protecting you, and who will always be leading you to the promised land of heaven that's yours by faith. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Amen. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. Please rise. Oh, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are truly new to us every morning. And though we have in no way deserved any of your mercy and goodness, you abundantly provide for all our needs of both body and soul. We ask you now to give us your Holy Spirit that we may heartily acknowledge your merciful goodness towards us, give thanks for all your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience until the end of our days. We pray this all through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen.